September is a natural time to check in and refocus on the goals you intend to accomplish with what's left of your year. That makes it a great moment to reflect on your corporate culture and whether or not it's going to help get you there. If I can offer one tip for this moment, it would be to value staff opinions. At rebel.com, we remind the team of the goals we're trying to accomplish in the coming months and ask them for their candid feelings on how or if they feel they will accomplish them. We give them anonymous and public tools like Tiny Pulse, speak up and hold town hall meetings. Then it's on the leadership team to respond. If the team needs encouragement, it's your opportunity to inspire, support, and motivate them to feel excited, challenged, and capable. The main thing is to listen and communicate back in a timely manner to make sure your staff knows how much you value their opinions. Until next month, this has been Rob Villeneuve, CEO of Rebel.com and Startup Canada Fellow for Culture and Engagement. Startup Canada and Wolf Blast Wines have partnered to celebrate the regional winners of the 2016 Startup Canada Awards. Join us this fall in Waterloo, Montreal, Edmonton and Vancouver for Wolf Blast Wine tasting receptions and award ceremonies to toast this year's winners. Visit StartupAward.ca to register for your free ticket today. One of the most important parts of naming your new business is finding an available website name that works. Today's episode is brought to you by .ca. Join thousands of Canadian entrepreneurs who have chosen a .ca domain name for their business. Choose your .ca domain name at cira.ca forward slash startup today. A real entrepreneur with a gourmet burger business, serving up real questions with a dash of reality. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. And now broadcasting from Fredericton, New Brunswick, Rivers Corbett. Welcome to the Startup Canada Podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. I'm your host, Rivers Corbett, the CEO at coachingbyrockstars.com. Startup Canada Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the rallying network uniting Canada's entrepreneurship community. And on this podcast, we connect you, the idea person, the startup founder, the creative thinker with the movers and shakers of Canadian entrepreneurship. On the show, we will fill you in on the trends, opportunities, and possibilities of your next steps as an entrepreneur. And we're going to have amazing conversations on advancing entrepreneurial success and growth in Canada. If you're a regular Startup Canada podcast listener, Welcome back and thanks to any of our new listeners. Remember to subscribe to the Startup Canada podcast on the iTunes stores and then visit startupcan.ca to become a member of Startup Canada and get access to mentors, resources, support and opportunities to start and grow your business. All right, here we are. What a great day we got. From the west coast of Canada today, Aman Mon. He's the founder and CEO of Procurify, which is a cloud-based procurement platform used by tech heavyweights like Hootsuite. Purify also has recently launched an integration with Slack. Based in Vancouver with clients worldwide, this talented team has been noticed by Forbes, TechCrunch, Fast Company, and VentureBeat. And by the way, we do our research here at Startup Canada. This uh, 
a man who's not the guy that actually sent us this information. We did research, and indeed, he has been noticed by those organizations. He's also a startup graduate from Grow Lab in 2013 and moved from public beta to commercialization. In today's interview, we're going to chat with a man about Procurify success and hear about the strategic steps he has taken to get to where he is now. We will learn what it's like to start up a cloud-based B2B in Canada's West Coast. It's, I think the first time I've ever interviewed somebody that's actually done that. So it's going to be a great conversation. And we're going to talk about some of the biggest lessons that a man has learned about entrepreneurship. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you very much, Rivers. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And, uh, you know, I just want to start off by saying I've got a great soft spot in my heart for uh, Startup Canada. It nice. was the first place where we got our chance to really lift off the ground. So I'm excited to be here and uh, get into this discussion. Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that, you know, it, 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 there's a thread of that amongst all of the entrepreneurs that I come in touch with, not just those on the uh, on the podcast about awesome. how Startup Canada has been a very important part of their journey one way or the other. So uh, thanks for that shout out, man. That's very cool. Well, look, uh, you've, uh, you've said, inspire those around you, keep life simple. You have said <laughs> that. So what, uh, what inspired you to choose such a kind approach to business? Uh, well, it's simple <laughs> and, uh, life, uh, life is meant to be like that. And uh, I, I, feel, um, you know, growing up, uh, myself, I, I always wanted to surround myself with great people and, um, you know, uh, the leaders that I look to today, like Simon Sinek and, you know, Richard Branson and those mm. guys, um, you know, they're, they're really true inspirations and, and making a big change and impact in the world. And, I think one of the, the the biggest things to to do in life is focus on something that you truly believe in, and I think that that that's what simple means. It means right. just taking taking time to focus on what you really believe in, you know. And do you uh, in in that regard? I mean, that's uh, that's always a you know a, a very important focus, I think, for entrepreneurs in general. But a lot of people don't listen to that advice. You know, they chase the squirrels all the time. Uh, they chase the money all the time. So how Agreed. do you, how do you, would you suggest that our audience, you know, look inward to keep it simple because that's where life should be is inside and then you deliver it outside. So, so how do you, how do you practice what you preach? <laughs> that's uh that's definitely not an easy one. I would <laughs> say, uh, you know, fail a lot and understand that you, you I think you'll you, you'll come through trial and tribulations of life I think mm. you know people hit a you know point in their life where they start to realize some of those things either through the mistakes but some some start to realize that through a point of discovery which is you know uh, whether that's meditation or reading books on mm. on inspired leaders or surrounding themselves with great people um, I, I think that 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 whole chase chase your dreams. A lot of people confuse that with you know chase uh, financial success. And mm-hmm. um, I think when you look at a lot of the successful leaders in life, n- none of them, you know, well, the inspiring successful leaders in life never really truly went towards a financial goal. They went towards uh, again something they truly were passionate about. And I think the only way you'll ever know if you're truly passionate about is if you're ready to give up everything around it to achieve that goal. Yeah. 
Love it. Love it. So, uh, so you've started that with Procurify. So, you know, first of all, what is Procurify? And I, I, I want to ex- accentuate that pronunciation because I don't want to get it wrong. I think it's a very cool name. Um, and Thank you. What's, where's the, where's the, 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 the passion or the, 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 um, the, the simpleness of that as it connects to you and how is it helping as a B2B solution? Yeah, I, I think the the important part for us to when we started was really the understanding of creating, uh, uh, you know, that 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 transition from the consumer world where life has become a lot easier for everyone. But when you look at the work world that uh, we all live in, it's a very stressful environment. Mm-hmm. For most cases, um, you know, it, it's it's just you know the grind through the day. And for us, it was how do we look at empowering our users? How do we empower uh, you know the workforce or you know uh, you know the staff or you know I call team members in an organization. How, how do we empower them to to love what they do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, very cool. And, and gratitude is very much a part of uh, of your organization. And uh, I know that uh, when Victoria Lennox talks about you, she kind of recalls that you started Procurify, that you wanted your team volunteers, you wanted to give back from day one. Can you kind of elaborate on that uh, approach? Because what's what's interesting is, is that we haven't even talked about the nuts and bolts of Procurify yet. What we've <laughs> talked about is the attitude and the soul of Procurify. And that's, that's very freaking cool. Uh, so, that's awesome. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny. When we started uh, with uh, Startup Canada, that was kind of the first time I was listening to some Tony Robin motivational stuff. And I said, what the hey, you know, we'll we'll sign up for the Startup Canada thing. And, you know, we hadn't really been in the startup world before then. We were just trying to build a business. And um, I, I, I just decided to do some few dumb things. We went in early to the Startup Canada pitch competition. I believe there was like 400 seats. And under each chair, we actually taped uh, a card. And it was on one side, it said gratitude. Yes. And on the other side, it said there is no such things as there's no such thing as failure, only outcomes. Um, and, I, and I feel those are two really powerful messages, because if you really look at life as just an outcome rather than a failure, you'll only look at how to improve from that. Yeah, love and, it. And gratitude, I, I think if you can never appreciate what you have in front of you, you'll never see you, being able to go further than that. Yeah. You know, and I'd- so, yeah. And so those cards uh, <clears throat> we put under that, under everyone's chairs and did the pitch and kind of uh, told everyone to reach underneath their chairs. And, you know, they were kind of surprised by uh, that. And it was really awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in it, what you just did there though, was kind of cool. It was just basic guerrilla marketing, but you made an impact directly with 400 people, one doing activity, but then giving them something that was memorable. And, <laughs> uh, and, and also what you did there was, was, was you talk about keep it simple, something yeah. so simple, but had such a huge impact. It doesn't have to be about money. It doesn't have to be about, uh, you know, necessarily resources. It can be just about a spirit again. And I know I'm emphasizing that, but, you know, it's it's the organizations that have spirit and soul to me are the ones that are going to last, the, the you know, the length of time because they, awesome. they touch the heart and the head. So, yeah, well, you're awesome. This and that's uh, that's uh, that's cool that you're you're doing that. So uh, yeah. before I talk about your vision, your vision for Procurify, can you yes. can you give us a, a nuts and bolt uh, kind of how does work 
You know, <laughs> here's the irony. We're about money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Zig Ziglar was the one. He said, he said, money might not be the most important thing in life, but it sure ranks up there with air. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, and uh, and, and we we really we want to focus on companies being able to we we help them manage their money, their kind of their cash flow, get visibility. You know, we we empower the end user to really like get what they need when they need it. But the, the focus is helping the organization really manage their cash flow. And I think that's important on two aspects. One, um, it's kind of the backbone of the organization. And we create a simple platform that allows you to use a mobile app or a web app to really manage that workflow and the data that goes behind it. But at the same time, you know, really core importance to us is that if we can help you save money in your organization and cut costs the right way, you mm. won't be there at the end of the day looking how to, you know, take away team members out of your out of your organization to cut those costs. Mm. You know, if we can prevent you to getting that stage, I mean that's a win for us. And yeah. I think there's a huge issue with that in the workforce today. Because a lot of a lot of money is managed through Excel, paper, emails, you know, it's just going around, people are just buying what they, you know, without, without really managing or understanding um, the visibility of what they're doing. Mm, very, very cool. So that's today. What's the vision for, uh, for the next five years? I think the biggest thing for us is, is empowering the, the empowering our users, you know, allowing them to live up to their full potential in, in their work world. And I think there isn't enough of that. I think, um, you know, we, we don't give enough support. I think technology has transcended over, you know, obviously the course of a decade to to really provide an impact to individuals. I think as consumers, that statement is correct. As uh, as a working individual, I don't believe we've gotten there yet. And Procurify is trying to create that path. Nice, nice. And you're pretty solid on that vision. Your whole team understands it, Where what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Definitely. I think that's the only reason we've gotten to where we are today is because uh, these guys are diehard hustlers and uh, have a passion beyond belief and inspires me every day. Yeah, that's cool. Um, are you originally from Vancouver? I am. Well, near Vancouver, yeah. uh, Abbotsford. <laughs> Abbotsford. So, you know yeah, where yeah. Um, uh, Tawasson is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my business partner. One of my business partners oh, from that... there. Yeah, and he tells me about all the oh, stories nice. of going across the border, <laughs> drinking beer and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and going across the, with the border guys. And then, oh, it's oh. Just, you guys, says it's a fun town. That's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so, but uh, but Vancouver, look, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of go- uh, cool stuff going on in Vancouver with regards to uh, the, uh, the entrepreneurship community. But I want to know from your perspective, I've heard it from all kinds of people, uh, what it's like there. Uh, Ray Wallia, I've heard from uh, Ryan from Hootsuite. Um, but I want to hear from you. What's it like to uh, to be a startup in Vancouver's entrepreneurship community? Sure. You know, I think we're all on the same page that we all want to build a great community and an organized, you know, an organized community that supports each other um, and, and really gets that 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 fire for innovation um, and, and allow it to breed and succeed. But at the same time, the reality of the challenges we face is that uh, nothing works without capital. Um, and the opportunity to support uh, entrepreneurs, uh, I feel there's a, a you know a degree of lacking of risk capital. We can call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our investments come from the the south south of the border. 
Right. Now, we have had support from BDC, but, uh, you know, otherwise the majority of it comes from south of the border. And, and you know what, but that also speaks that you have to do what you have to do. Um, and we're happy to bring uh, money from the south and, and support building the community here. I think there's an amazing pool of talent um, that continues to grow here. Uh, and and we really the, the ability to um, – Build a culture in Vancouver. Uh, it's great. The diversity is amazing here, and and I think uh, is if we continue to push uh, to build this community the way it should be, um, you know, there's going to be amazing things coming out of Vancouver. Mm, yeah, well, there's uh, they continue to uh, to be a great leader. That's for sure. And and, and what's interesting is is that um, is you know back in the back in the days of, of shipping lanes and so on, it was the the, the 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 standard way of doing trade and commerce was north south, and yet it still continues to be in that direction. <laughs> I know, I know. Even with all this internet, yeah. uh, you know, you you could do it anywhere. And I, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's really really crazy. But I get it. I mean, I I'm on the east coast. We do business with with Boston and uh, Miami quite easily and it, you, you don't think about necessarily going to uh, Seattle right away so uh, so I get Fair it enough. you talked about funding um, yes. and uh, as a as a critical piece going forward you know where, where do you where do you uh, recommend that that our guests start to uh, look for funding as a startup? Honestly, I, I tell every startup I talk to that I don't care what your plan is. I don't care if you don't even have a plan or you want a plan before you do this. Just go to the valley. Just crash. Go find an Airbnb. Uh, send out a hundred emails your first day or your uh, through your through your week that you're there. Uh, the thing I love about the valley is that everyone will give you 15 minutes if they really care. And uh, it's your job at that moment to sell them whether or not they want to give you another 15 minutes. Um, it was amazing because when we went there uh, end of 2013, it was, I, uh, you know, we sent out a bunch of emails. We had no idea what we were doing there. We just knew we wanted to connect with great people. Um, I, we ended up getting a, a you know, a, a meeting opportunity with, with somebody. Uh, we met at a Starbucks coffee shop. Uh, 15, about 15, 20 minutes into the conversation, actually, he asked, uh, you know, what can I do for you? You know, and I said, you know, I'd love to get intros to customers. Um, and he's like, well, I can't do that, but I can give you some money. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you, you would have, if you had seen my face, I swear to God, I was like on Canada camera. Or something. I was like, yeah, uh, is this real? Kid, is it, are you, uh, I, and I just said, I was like, uh, thank you. And uh, he's like, yeah, like, you know, uh, and honestly, he gave us a, a, a pretty significant chunk. But it was funny because he he got on the phone and he uh, he's like, hold on, my wife handles the finance. And uh, I was like, oh, OK. And then he's like, well, he you know calls her. He's like, where are you? There are a couple of stores down getting their son's haircut. So uh, let's uh, let's put it this way. I found myself pitching his wife in Great Clips while their son is getting a haircut and they ended up becoming our investors. So that's so freaking cool. Now, the reason that he didn't, uh, he, he couldn't give you customers just because he didn't have a network that could support you or he just wasn't comfortable. I think, uh, no, he, he actually ended up later giving us customers, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, he found something in us that, uh, he felt, uh, can, you know, conviction to say, you know what, I would prefer to give these guys money to help them grow. Yeah. And he ended up introducing us to some great investors, uh, out in the Valley, um, you know, Nexus venture partners. And, um, you know, we've been, uh, growing ever since. 
Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's really simple, isn't it? It's so 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 simple, but we tend to compl- uh, make it so complex for some reason, and I and I don't get it. But uh, uh, congratulations on that, and thank you for reinforcing. It's just a matter of opening your mouth, but hey, make sure that you're not barfing all over somebody when you open your mouth. Really <laughs> make sure there's some value yeah. add there. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. uh, and uh, I remember a buddy of mine said that once. He said, "Yeah, you just you're barfing all over." me river shut up and it's <laughs> and and i got it you know it's just blah 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 and i should have just oh. zeroed in and connected with him that with, with things that were important to him and what he wanted to hear yeah, so um Let's talk about your your strategy for scaling inter, internationally. Um, you know, the states is a uh, an interesting journey for many organizations. And do you have any specific advice for Canadian uh, entrepreneurs looking to expand into the states? And also, let's talk about uh, you know beyond that to uh, to gaining international recognition beyond North America. Sure. I think, you know, today's day and age, everything has changed because of the internet. I, I feel we're in a borderless world um, and that means borderless opportunities. Uh, you know, I would say about 70% of our customers are in the U.S. and then the remaining are actually in Europe and Asia. Um, you know, so we immediately got off the bat by uh, gaining customers throughout the U.S. And that all happened through uh, behind a computer screen. Uh, you know, if you look at it today, you don't have to go actually physically sell to a customer. Um, you know, if you can provide value and a strong messaging online, so you know, which we call inbound marketing. Yes. Uh, you know, you you can create that, and it, when they are looking online as a customer, they don't care where you are. They mm. care. Do you have a product that provides value to them, and they will try it. And and at that point, that is when you do your job to 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 to, to communicate with them. So um, I think when when uh, Canadians look at how do we gain U.S. customers, I think get behind a computer and start you know doing your research. You know, start building websites, start really pushing to to understand SEO and you know um, SEM. And so you know those kind of things really uh, play a big part. And uh, getting international recognition, I think that's pretty with, with social media today, you can really just about do anything. And you know, we ended up creating um, a Procurement Sense magazine, actually. Oh, and very you, cool. Yeah, and we actually released it online and sent it around. Uh, you know, we had gained uh, writers from around the world and um, by just emailing them and asking them if they would write for us. And uh, I, I think so there, there's really just – it's really about just – stepping outside of your boundaries and, and, and taking that chance to, to look out there. Cause there's so many opportunities to, uh, not feel like you're stuck behind, you know, a, a, a border. Are you, sorry. Sorry. Are you, are you the type of person man, who, uh, who says, look, I don't know how to do it. I'll get somebody else to do it. Or are you the type that says, okay, I'm, I'm the best person to represent this company. I'm talking about when you're in that startup mode. Um, you know, when you start to connect with people south of the border and, uh, and, uh, do those connections and, and so on through, uh, through a computer screen, are you the type that does it? Or are you the type that says, I'm no good at it. I got to get somebody who is good at it to do it. Honestly, I, I do say that you have to, to to build a great company. You need a great team, and mm-hmm. I will never, never take uh, credi- credibility or the credit for for uh, how amazing this company is. It is one hundred percent. 
our team and cool. um, and being able to build uh, to great people who ha- didn't necessarily have the experience. But yeah. when you build a culture and an environment where you know and, and they're the right people who are willing to take that chance themselves, they're going to find a way. If they don't have an answer, a great team member will find a way. And um, that's literally what this team is. They're so always you, finding a better way. So um, are, are you a big football fan? Uh, I, I watch <laughs> on the sidelines. <laughs> All right. The reason I ask is that I'm a, I'm a big New England Patriots fan. And, oh, uh, nice, yeah. nice. Well, and I and why I say that a lot, I'm a big fan of the, of the Seattle Seahawks and what they've done. That's why, I, again, this, it's the north-south connection, team. right? But, the, uh, but they, these guys, you know, they, they really understand the dynamics of building a, a all-star team Every single day, it's not about oh, the, uh, and I say the the Seahawks and the Patriots. There's organizations in the NFL that don't do this, but those guys and gals who run those organizations understand that excellence is about a daily focus on an all star team, and that's why you can contend in the game all the time. So I sense that that you understand that. Uh, but how do you know who's right or who's wrong with your team? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you know they didn't play baseball when they should be playing football? <laughs> oh, man, I could tell you some interesting stories yeah, on that. Well, side. Tell us yeah. some. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, it, you can – you. You really uh, early on, you can really uh, when you have a small team. I mean, it's uh, you know you're still discovering your culture, but even as you slowly grow, you can uh, one person. It's amazing how even just one person in, in a larger team uh, or even a small team can make such an impact, and you can see the environment change easily. Whether or not that person has talent, um, it's about whether or not others are motivated around that person, whether right. other people are coming in on a daily basis to see whether or not they want to fight together and have that camaraderie, you know, uh, uh, to, to, to tackle these big problems or, you know, tackle that, that, that opportunity in front of us. And, um, typically what we get blinded by is that somebody's a genius or mm. somebody, but you know, what we hear in our culture, number one is zero ego. Mm, uh, humility is, is key. And I think, um, that's always a challenge, but if you, how, how you define whether the, it's a, it's the football player or a baseball player, you define your core values in, in your culture early on yeah. and you really measure everyone up against that. And you don't, yeah. you, you, you don't sway away from that. Uh, and that's what I've learned from great leaders and great startups, uh, that I look up to. I really love that. Yeah, that is so cool. And uh, I, I, again, going back to the the, the Patriots, um, and I and I I do admire them as a company. And they were a awesome. startup at some point in time. But there was a there was a season one year where, uh, and they call it the Patriot Way. But there was a season one year that the you know a, a, a great player on offense was asked to play defense, and uh, because they were they were lacking there, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm there. I'm there for the team." Because awesome. he focused. Yeah, and and I think that's what you're building there. Is that Absolutely. You, you do it what's best for the organization, and uh, and you, you step forward. So uh, very very cool. I love that you that your answer. I think it's. it's it's so, so, so cool. So in, in that regard, um, there's going to be failure along the way. And I, I hate that F word. I, 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 I know. It really is a bad, bad word because we, we put such negative connotations on it. So yeah. how, how do you, uh, how do you, I guess, uh, um, encourage or say to people, don't worry about it. 
um, uh, as part of your culture by, and values. <laughs> by standing up and admitting I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> uh, oh, I am man, one. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I, I screw up and fail. And it's just um, – but, you know, the truth is I, I – you know, it, if you look at time and time again from these leaders, and if you look at even just science as a fact, is uh, science isn't just an immediate discovery of some in, in, you know new innovation or or a new um, uh, discovery in, in a cure. It's they go through failure after or test after test. I think failure can be summed up to being a test, and. You have to continuously test, and again, that's why I say there is no such thing as failure. There's only outcomes, because right. um, you know if we live with understanding that it was a test, and if you you have to measure it, you have to look at it. What did you achieve? And then you have to try again. I mean, mm. that's really all you can do. Mm. Um, mm. And and you know we in this co- company, if if somebody fails at something, we don't we we don't say oh that's a celebration, but we also don't say oh that's a f- oh you know get out of here. You just, just, you failed. No, we say, okay, well, what, what happened? And and let's try this again. You know, that was a great test. Let's, let's test again. And I think our, I think our culture is is much more and embraces much more of that approach now than it did say even 10 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because we're, we're, we're really are now looking for entrepreneurs in in Canada and U S too, to, to really help to, uh, to, to, to save the world. And so I think that acceptance and the encouragement of failure is, is very much more than, uh, than what it used to be. That's awesome. Very cool. So, um, look, uh, you've successfully successfully obtained two rounds of financing thus far. Congratulations on that. What uh, what lessons have you le- learned? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Here we go. Oh man. We just talking about failure now. We do this. <laughs> yeah. But raising raising one round of capital is tough, let alone two. Uh, so uh, so yeah. What's the? I won't say what's the secret to the success because there's many of them. But what what were kind of give me two uh, lessons that you learned along the along the journey? Oh, that 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 is an interesting one. You know, the raising. You know, I, I think if you talk to any entrepreneur or any startup, uh, fundraising is definitely not something you enjoy, but it is a necessity. Mm. Uh, it, it, it there. I wish there was a science to it, but uh, there there is not. I mean, as a startup, you I, I I found that one relationships are are fundamentally key. You have to build early relationships, um, especially when you're outside of the valley. Uh, in, in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if there's no uh, real risk capital in your own uh, community, uh, you you have to build relationships very early on because you have to prove so much more. Typically, I find um, so uh, building relationships early on uh, just by giving updates uh, and also pay attention to the type of people you're talking to because. Um, you have to look for, uh, I would say, investors that really understand your space, that mm-hmm. understand you, uh, your culture. And again, that happens, I think, through early relationships and, you know, communicating a lot more. And, and they're absolutely willing to do that. Uh, you know, their goal is to find great startups and to to invest in great startups. So they want to keep uh, track of what's happening in the startup world. Um, so they'll always take opportunity to listen to you, uh, especially if you're growing. Um, so 
building those early relationships, finding ones that understand your space, have done similar investments, uh, you know, you, you really try to reach out of those. I think early on, attach yourself to great angel investors mm-hmm. um, because they can make uh, amazing intros early on, as well as give you amazing feedback. Um, you know, my uh, early angel investor, you know, one of his biggest things was, uh, you know, he told us uh, you'd never break your integrity, you know. Uh, you know, he gave me motivation to say that there, you know, don't worry about these things like funding and all that stuff. Go build a great company, and that will come. Love it. Um, you know, so you ha- you can find great uh, angel investors out out in the valley, and also here locally. Are you, um, you know, we're, uh, I've, I've heard before, you got to let the CEO be the pitch man or the pitch woman. Uh, are you a believer in that? Or do you say, no, I want the best person who can communicate what we're all about to be the one to do the pitch. And it doesn't matter if they're the janitor. Yeah, you know, I I, I live by that uh, ideology. But, uh, you know, the reality is, is uh, if an investor is about to give you, you know, uh, a crap ton of money. Yep. <laughs> they want to know that uh, they can trust the person they're giving it to. And right. um, typically they need to see, uh, you know, unfortunately I drew the short straw and uh, that, that was my title. <laughs> so, Because uh, you could speak in front of a crowd, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, you know, and, and you, they, you, you, you really, as a right leader, you don't represent yourself. Uh, you take what your culture, what your team, and your uh, you know your product value uh, represents, and, and you go present that. Right. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't go falsifying. You know, this is me. This is who I am. I I go there and I tell them this is our company. This is our team. This is our culture. This, this is what our team is creating. Right. Uh, you know, so you know, you you go speak for everyone. You know. Yeah. Um, I only feel I'm a representative of the amazing people here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but that's a, that's what a true captain does is uh, is 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 really uh, represent, but ultimately pushes the team ahead of them. And and you're obviously doing that. And 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 I think you know in in that messaging you said uh, you just gave us about your role as the CEO, one of many, uh, is that ultimately though you got to know your story. You can't get up there and kind of just wing it. You got to be confident. Yes. You've got to have it if, if you if you have to have it scripted so that you can keep on uh, on cue then do it but Absolutely. Uh, you know that's that's part of the messaging too and i see so many ceos that just do not prepare well for that yeah. pitch and then you know it could be the greatest product in the, on the earth but it just doesn't resonate with people because the messaging's wrong i agree Agreed. Cool. Well, um, you uh, are part of a movement. I am part of a movement, and uh, this movement is uh, is rippling to to soon to be a tsunami across uh, across Canada. And it's the it's the movement of entrepreneurs and people who are entrepreneurial thinking. Um, what do you think are, are some of the the important adjustments? Pivots, if you want to call it, that the Canada needs to do to really enhance that movement. Um, you know, I think we're on the right track. I can see Justin Trudeau 
putting more funds into uh, you know development uh, around uh, entrepreneurship and and I think the technology sector uh, I see BDC being there in, in the background to support you know we ha- we do have great tax incentives for for technology startups um, I think it's less about I think the overall economy side of things and it's more about the individual system which is the investor side I think in Canada we still don't have that full grasp I mean there's great investors like you know I, I think there's a few on the east coast that are really strong like omars and uh you know real ventures and mm-hmm. um I, I, and, and you can see that you know there and, and then you know there's obviously boris wertz with venture one who's doing a lot of investment around as well and i and i feel there's some other ones growing at, at, uh, but we need we need to really develop and understand that it's not just about that early stage risk capital we mm-hmm. need to develop a, a roadmap for these startups because you can get that initial seed funding but it's about what happens on the follow on Right you know, on, and, and and where we where the gap really happens is that follow on phase. Yeah. Um, and if we don't support through that follow on phase, they never will achieve that that success. And 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 there is going to be trials and tribulations and failures and things that happen. But if we have a really supportive system of them being able to get through some of those humps, um, as long as they as long as the startup is showing that they understand that and that they're improving on that. Um, but what I find is that there's always that gap between that 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 early stage capital and that later stage capital. Bang on my friend. We just had that conversation yesterday at, uh, at our incubator here called Planet Hatch in Fredericton. And it was exactly that. We do a great job with ideation, great job with validation, get them to val- commercialization. And then it's like, you know, out the door you go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We don't follow them along. And I'm like, yeah. my, my daughter's graduating from journalism school this year. And, oh, you know, she's awesome. getting, yeah, it is awesome. And she, it's her passion. She's, she's looking forward to it. She's, uh, she's going to do it in a unique way, but you know, she's feeling and she's, and she's trained, she's ready to go, but she's feeling a little timid. And she would, and so her mother and I were talking today and whether or not you, you connect the or not, but it was just, she just wants the support when she's out there trying to figure it by herself. Fair and, that's what you're saying. I yeah, love it. Absolutely. Yeah, you've hit it bang on. So, uh, wow, wow, wow. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Again, not only is the West Coast, uh, sorry, not only Procurify, uh, glad to have, or happy to have you, of course, but man, the West Coast is is definitely uh, in a good position to have you in that community. I appreciate you, you, that. You, you know, our goal it. is to create a company that's a billion dollars and hopefully create a, you know, a lot of wealth within this community. And then we go back and support and yeah. create that environment here. You yeah, know? right on. Well, look, I'm you uh, you have been a real treat to have a conversation with, and uh, and uh, I can't thank you enough for giving your time today. Do you have any final observations or comments that you would like to uh, like to leave us with? Yeah, sure. Well, first, I'd love to you know thank you for your your time, man. You got, I love your energy as well, and I, <laughs> and I can only be glad on the East Coast we've got such a great uh, a nice. great energy over there. Nice. Eh? That, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, don't edit that out, Cyprian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you know, honestly, I, I go back to what you said about finding that inner uh, side of you. I, I really appreciated you saying that. Uh, you know, rather than us always reaching you know outwards, you got to look inwards. Mm. Um, you know. You know, I love the saying, do not go where the path may lead. Go inside where there is no path and leave hmm. a trail. Mm. You know, mm. and I, can I you, think Can you that, repeat that again? Because I think that's very cool. Sure. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Nice. 
Nice. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I did something crazy once, which was I, I did a meditation retreat where you didn't talk for two weeks. Um, and I and I and I really got a chance to look inside myself and find out I was crazy. Um, so I think <laughs> whatever you can do in life and take a challenge and take a risk to discover yourself, go do it. A buddy of mine did that too. He did it in Quebec and he said it was absolutely life uh, reforming for him. It, it really was. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. Very cool. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been uh, Aman Mon. He's the founder of and the self-proclaimed bench warmer of. I don't really want to say <laughs> that's unfair from my perspective anyway, but that's the humility coming out of a great leader uh, at Procurify uh, on inspiring people while keeping startup life simple amongst many great insights you've given us. My uh, my new friend and hopefully uh, the opportunity to meet with you real soon. I, I so much appreciate your time. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for the time as well. Thank you for joining us today on the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly program dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every Canadian. Want access to even more amazing entrepreneur content? Well, then make sure you check out startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events. And my name is Rivers Corbett. I'm your host. As always, I invite you to follow me on Twitter at Rivers Corbett. I do the same thing with conveying all kinds of cool ideas and uh, conversations with entrepreneurs around the planet to help you guys have super success. Until next week, I'm Rivers Corbett, leaving you now with a sneak peek of next week's episode. Talk to me about Fredericton, because as I talk to uh, guests across the, the country, and again, I'm, I'm biased because I live here and I choose to live here and I see the same things you do, but what uh, what makes Fredericton such a neat community outside of all the things you just talked about? And, uh, and I'm talking to, to bring people here to, to live and raise families and so on. Yeah, so um, so shameless promotion here now for the next for the next ten minutes. Uh, uh, very very biased and and not ashamed to claim fame to this being part of of the best part of the world. But um, I, I you know and, and maybe it's only I can speak to me because I know me right. So I can use myself as an example in the sense that um, I've always been in Brunswick, or I always will be. I've lived here my entire life, and yet I've worked um, you know around the world. Um, I've started up organizations and. And, and ran companies in Central America, expanding to nine different countries. Um, you know, growing operations to you know I don't know, you know a few thousand people over you know over a few years period of time. Done the same thing in Europe. Um, you know, been in the middle of large corporate organizations, multi-billion-dollar firms in downtown Manhattan. Um, but you know those were just a place to do work those were no different to me than jumping on a plane and going to another location or getting a taxi cab and going to another hotel another meeting in another city mm. the reality is um you know this there's a there's a difference here back in my lion days i i was the vice president uh, with, a, with an organization with, with a P&L organization inside of a line called new business ventures and we did an ad marketing campaign one time of why people should set up there at that point now i'm going back a few years the contact center uh, their call center in new brunswick and we did a, we did a marketing campaign and we just simply sent a bottle of water around to different <laughs> companies and with a with a simple mo- a simple note that it said there's something different than water here and and it's it's true right there there's something different about the characteristics of of Fredericton New Brunswick or Atlantic Canada but you know I would bring it down to Fredericton Fredericton has a long-standing history of supporting
supporting entrepreneurialism. Uh, it's been an early adopter with with entrepreneurial companies for quite some time. Uh, it's you know it was the first first city in North America to have free wireless uh, mm-hmm. from a, from a community perspective. It's always invested in 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 the innovation side of, of the agenda, but it hasn't done that exclusively. Again, back to the you know the the tide in in, in the harbor lifting all ships. Mm-hmm. It also focused on arts and culture. We have one of the largest you know cultural events in North America, certainly in the jazz and blues right on. with the Harvest Jazz and Blues here. So it's a quality of life. So when you when you start to look at all that, you know, it's the network that's found here. It's the access that we have to mentors and coaches. It would be the strength that we have in our universities and colleges, the level of success that is already here, right? The lifestyle that we have, which is really generated by the culture that's in this in this location. Um, so uh, so it's the size that we are. The size we have a critical advantage because you know you know as well as I do, we can pick up the phone and if I needed to talk to the premier today, I could talk to the premier right. today if he wasn't somewhere else in the world. Right. I could I can make contact with the right decision makers in government if I need to. If I need to get a hold of the president of university today, Eddie Campbell, I can do that. We know these people on first name basis, so we have a relationship, and with that relationship, you can get things done. 